Alright guys, welcome back to the 7th episode of Samuel Speaks Sports on the SS Sports Network. I am your host Samuel. In today's episode, we'll be doing two 7-round Steelers mock drafts. One, uh, I'll have the Steelers stay at 20. And then the second one, I have the Steelers trading back. back. And then we'll be also be looking at who the Steelers looked at on their pro days and what pro days they went to. Alright, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Alright guys, the first mock draft I have here is where I have the Steelers staying at 20, and then I have another mock draft where I have the Steelers trading back. Uh, with 20th overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson. Uh, this could be the Steelers' cor- next corner for the next couple of years, so that they don't have to worry about drafting corner like maybe in 2023. So if they don't draft like a wire sh- or like a, or like I could see them picking, like if Andrew Booth Jr. does fall to the Steelers, I could see them immediately picking him. Um, with the 52nd overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers second Christian Watson, wire share of North Dakota state. Uh, they lost Juju, they, they lost Ray Ray McLeod, they lost James Washington in free agency, so they need to add to that receiver room. And I feel like if Christian Watson's sitting there in the second round, I could see them drafting it. Or even if Sky Morse like sitting there, I could see them taking him too because he has that connection with Mike Tomlin. He was Mike Tomlin's kid's uh, quarterback in high school. Uh, with the 84th overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting the Arian Beavers linebacker at Cincinnati. Uh, they just this is to add depth to that linebacker room. So, in case like Devin Bush or Miles Jack needs a rest, they could rotate uh, with Darian Beavers. Even though they still have Buddy Johnson on the depth chart, I still think maybe they draft a linebacker. Acker in this draft because of just don't have somebody rotate with those guys so they can stay healthy. Because they're behind those guys is Robert Spillane and Marcus Allen and Buddy Johnson. But Buddy Johnson still has to prove that he can be a linebacker on this team. Uh, with the 138th overall pick out of the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting. Zach Tom tackle out of Wake Forest. Uh, the Steelers have no tackle at depth, and I feel like Zach Tom would be a nice development tackle that they could have. Their best third tackle behind Okora for and Dan Moore Jr. is Chaz Green. Uh, I feel like if like Okora for is not doing well, I feel like Zach Tom could go be replace him with the 100 or with the 208th overall pick I have the Pittsburgh Steelers second Danny Gray wide receiver at SMU again to add to the receiver room because right now like with this draft the receiving room would be obviously Deontay Johnson is the number one receiver there would be Chase Claypool and then it would be Christian Watson and Danny Gray. 
So that would be the Steelers' four receivers. If in this mock draft I have them picking two receivers to add that room. And then with the 225th overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting safety Quentin Lake out of UCLA. Uh, If the Steelers don't address safety and free agency, even though I feel like they might, Right? Like, I could see them bringing back Terrell Edmonds on, like, a two-year deal. But if they don't, I feel like Quentin Lake should be a guy that people keep their eye on because uh, his dad is Quentin L- or Carnell Lake. So there's some history with the Steelers. So they have some connection with the Steelers. His dad was a... Uh, defensive backs coach here. Uh, and then with the 241st overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Myron Tagovailoa Amosa. Uh, again, like the Steelers need to add depth behind the edge rush position because TJ, to help like TJ Watt, like if TJ Watt or Alex Highsmith needs a break, they could just rotate with them. But also, they just signed Jannard Avery, so I f- could see maybe him being a uh, rotational edge rusher for the Steelers. And then on to the second mock draft, I have, this is the mock draft I have the Steelers trading back in. Uh, the team I traded with, which is, the team I traded with is the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I gave them the 20th overall pick, and then they gave me the 31st overall pick and the 63rd overall pick. And then with the 31st overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Desmond Ritter, QB, out of Cincinnati. Uh, the Steelers have gone to every QB's pro day. Eh? They've been to... Uh, Last week was uh, Pitts and Liberties and Ole Misses. So they've been to those. And then also Cincinnati's was last week too, so they were there. Uh, and then uh, Monday they were at uh, North Carolina. So they've seen Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, and then Sam House. So they've been to basically all like the projected first round quarterbacks. And also, Mike Tomlin flew into Cincinnati's pro day earlier the night, a night before, to have dinner with Desmond Ritter. So, so they like him. And then with the 52nd overall pick. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Justin Ross, wide receiver out of Clemson. Uh, that, again, like with the first mock draft, I, to add to the Steelers wide receiver room since they lost three receivers. And then uh, they, uh, I think I read that or I saw something that uh, the Steelers wide receiver coach was running Justin Ross through some 
drills at his pro day. And then with the 63rd overall pick, the pick I acquired in the trade with the Bengals, I have the Steelers selecting Nicholas Petit for tackle out of Ohio State. Again, like in, in the first mock draft, like where I had Zach Tom, uh, Petit Ferrer could be a starter. Also, like if Dan Moore Jr. like kind of starts to like not work, he could put Petit Ferrer, or they could swing Dan Moore Jr. over to right tackle. And Petit for it left, and then just use Truxacore for as the swing tackle. Or they could use Dan Moore Jr. as a swing tackle. But again, it's like adding depth to the tackle position. With the 84th overall pick out of the Pittsburgh Steelers, sucked in Tyreek Woolen, cornerback out of UTSA. Uh, again, like if they need to. What like if Cam Sutton needs to rest, they could put this guy in a slot uh, if they want to. But it, again, to add depth to the cornerback room. With the 138th overall pick out of the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver out of Baylor. Again, add depth to the, more to the receiving room. Because right now the receiving rooms like Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson are the two big ones, the main guys, wide receiver one and two. And then you have guys like Anthony Miller, uh, Steven Sims, Cody White, there are other receivers. Uh... Yeah, just to add, to, I have them drafting Taekwon, two receivers in both mock drafts to add to the receiving room. Taekwon Thornton also was like, he ran a, what was like a 4-2-8 at the combine. And then with this 208th pick out of the Pittsburgh Steelers, sucked in safety Quentin Lake out of UCLA. Kind of the same reasoning like I did with the first mock draft. They don't address safety in the free agency. Uh, Quentin Lake would be a nice addition. With the 225th overall pick out of the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Connor Hayward, tight end out of Michigan State. Uh, Reuniting Cam and Ham Hayward with his brother, but also adding depth to the tight end room, room as well. Well, like, and also it would be nice to add a big body tight end to the like, like, and also Connor Hayward. I think can also play fullback. Like, if they want to put him in the backfield and then uh also he, I think he can play running back too so he could also like if Najee Harris needs a rest they could put him in and then help see if he can get like a yard or two or even put him in a goal line situations in the back 
And then with the 241st overall pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Myron Tagovailo Amosa, edge rusher out of Notre Dame. And I had the same reasoning with the first uh, mock draft. Uh, all right, guys, sorry about the cutoff uh, of the end of the one mock draft. Uh, what I was saying was that they give, like, at, they give, like, some depth at edge rusher. All right, now onto the pro day tracker. I use the Steelers Depot pro day tracker. It's really nice and helpful to see who they like. The Steelers have visited. All right, so they visited the Northwestern pro day on March eighth. They visited the Wisconsin pro day on March 9th. Uh, the big. Uh, prospect from there is uh, linebacker Leo Chanel. Uh, they went to Oklahoma's pro day that day too. Uh, Perion Wifrey, Nick Bonito, uh, linebacker Brian Asamosa, uh, running back Kennedy Brooks, offensive Tack O line Marquise Hayes O line Terrence Robertson. Uh, they went to uh, an area, a scout went to Arkansas's pro day, and obviously the big prospect there is Traylon Burks, the wide receiver. Uh, a scout went to UAB's pro day. Hey. Uh, they went to the, obviously Georgia's pro day is the one that, uh, Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Brian Flores, Frisman Jackson, uh, Dan Rooney Jr. went to, like, that's the, one of the big ones that Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, and new defensive assistant linebackers coach Brian Flores and new wide receivers coach Fresman Jackson went to uh, Fresman Jackson was uh, put in George Pick he ran some he ran uh, George Pickens wide receiver through his workout but obviously Georgia has uh a lot of the big names they had George Pickens, James Cooks, Jamari S- Saylor, Jordan Davis is a big one, uh, Devontae Wyatt, Trayvon Walker, Nakobe Dean, Quay Walker, Chan Tittle, Luis Sign, Corner, Darion Kendrick. Uh, George Pickens is a guy that I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers like. They might, they'll pick him. Uh, Jordan Davis is a guy I like. I would like the Steelers to pick. Ick. Uh, Devontae Wyatt's another good, good player. Uh, the three linebackers are really good. Uh, my, another pro day, Mike Town and Kevin Colbert went to. And Brian Flores went to. And uh, Frisman Jackson went to. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr. is a big one. Uh, Justin Ross is another one. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr. I don't think worked at his pro day, though. 
But again, uh, wide receiver coach Frisman Jackson ran Justin Ross through his workout. Uh, another big one they went to was obviously the University of Pittsburgh's was another uh, pro day where uh, Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert were at. Usually when Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert are at the first round picks pro day, you know they're really interested into that, into that player. Uh, obviously, Kenny Pickett was the big prospect at the Pitts Pro Day, but Damari Mathis was another good prospect that I think the Steelers should be looking at. Uh, another one, obviously, uh, Liberty was the other one they went to. It was, uh, Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, Matt Canada went to Liberty's Pro Day. Matt Canada was also at at Pitt's Pro Day, too, even though Steelers Depot doesn't have him listed at Pitt's Pro Day. But he was at Pitt's Pro Day. He was in the back watching Kenny Pickett throw. Uh, Matt Canada was also at the... Back and behind watching uh, Malik Willis throw. But Malik Willis was the prospect at Liberty Pro Day. Everybody was watching. Uh, also, the interesting about Liberty's Pro Day was uh, Trey Turner, a Virginia Tech wide receiver, was there catching from Malik Willis. But Jordan Addison was also at Pitt's Pro Day catching from Kenny Pickett. And then uh, Carl Dunbar, uh, defensive lineman, defensive lines coach Carl Dunbar was an interesting one. He was at uh, Texas A&M's Pro Day along with uh, new offensive line coach Pat Meyer. They were both at Texas A&M. And obviously, the big name prospects from Texas and was DeMarvin Leal and Kenyon Green. And then uh, Ole Miss's Pro Day was another uh, Pro Day where Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, and Matt Canada were at. So Matt Corral's obviously, so they have interest in Matt Corral, obviously. Uh, then uh, the surprising was that usually Mike Tomlin always attends Ohio State's Pro Day. Well, this year they didn't. Uh, and then Penn State had the defensive coaches. So you had Brian Flores and uh, linebackers coach Jerry Olaski was there. So they were, and then I think, uh, um, Olaski ran, uh, Brandon, linebacker Brandon Smith's workout with him. Uh, and then Mike Tom and Kevin Colbert, Mike's, uh, QB coach Mike Solomon, and then Matt Canada were at Cincinnati's produce. So obviously, they are looking at Desmond Ritter. Uh, Mike Tomlin took uh, 
arrived at Cincinnati's uh, pro day, I think a day early. I think that he flew from Ole Miss pro day to Cincinnati's a day early, and he had dinner with uh, Desmond Ritter, uh, Brian Cook, and Maji Sanders. And then Kevin Colbert was at uh, um, Notre Dame's Pro Day. And then uh, Kevin Court was also at uh, North Carolina's Pro Day because Mike Tomlin uh, and Matt Canada was there too. Because Mike Tomlin uh, couldn't be there because of the owner, the meet, the meetings down in Florida. Arizona, and then he, Sam Howes, obviously, the, so they've been to basically every, uh, quarterbacks pro day, obviously, all right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this seventh episode of Sam Speak Sports, um, make sure you follow us on, uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, our Instagram is sans.sports, and the Twitter is sansportspod. Uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure uh, you keep an eye out on for uh, also on the SNS Sports Net. Make sure you keep an eye out for nothing but NBA with Sal. Uh, I don't know when he uploads. He's... I'll, He'll just put up an episode, but make sure you take a look at that show as well. And I, well, so, all right, good night.